I'm really sorry. I don't know how this could have happened. Let me... Let me contact my senior and we can get this sorted, okay? It might take some time, so why don't you... Come on. Dr. Adra. Yeah, can you send it? Dr. Adra, I have a patient outside who I've prescribed Zyodex to for a nasty case of sucker rot. Except, he's intolerant to this medication and I have never heard of Zyodex in my life. Call me back if you can explain how I could have prescribed a drug I've never heard of to a patient I only saw yesterday. Send message. I mean, she always has an answer. Whether or not it's a good one remains to be seen. What's in Zyodex? That's not even close to what I prescribed. Fine, fine. His tentacles aren't going to fall off. It's fine. Let's, um, let's dictate for Keith, and I can always break off if she calls me back. Cool, fine. Right. Date 6452 Patient. Um, so, while Kikotidian was better than mine, I physiologically cannot make the right sounds to pronounce key name the Kikukwe. It's spelled Q-I-I-F, and, and we agreed that it was acceptable for me to pronounce it Keef. Patient ID 4859672. Keith is a 12-vesti-year-old Kikuk from an asteroid that most sentient beings call 3000 Leonardo, but only because we can't pronounce its real name. Keith is the kind of person that the clinic was designed for. Key works in olfactory security for the intergalactic board and spends key time travelling from event to event, planet to planet, quite literally sniffing out the bad eggs and ensuring they are escorted out of the party in Kia pincer grip. Key presented to the clinic concerned about Kia's sense of smell, but that didn't stop Kia hovering by the patient chair, as if unsure whether or not to sit down. There's something, Kia said, awake in here. Kia was talking about you, I think. I don't know why you didn't introduce yourself. You are not shy, don't even try it. Kia's front limbs waved in a repeated flap, like oars hitting the surface of a moon reservoir and the ripples they create at the same time. I concentrated on pushing out welcoming vibes, unsure if that would translate into a more pleasant room smell. The clinic chair formed itself around Keith's retroflexed body and long hind limbs, but Keith still looked uncomfortable. Keith explained that Keith was en route to Mercury for the Quadri Orbital Scarp Jumping Championships. 
He first noticed the uh, deterioration in Keir's sense of smell on the most recent job, in which Keir colleagues sensed the presence of some banned substances long before Keir did. Keith has been testing Keir's self with scents that Keir knows very well, and he believes that the problem has been getting worse. I asked Keith to quantify the sensory loss in a way that I might understand. Key, I just find this impossible, but Key can usually distinguish between every odorous molecule within a meter radius. The olfactory input gets less detailed with distance, which makes sense, but he said that in an arena of around 100,000 life forms, he could reliably narrow down a concealed weapon or other banned device to a 100 person radius. Well, when the team get close enough, they can be more specific about exactly who or where the smell is coming from. From my experience, impossible. There was a kick up on the exam and vigilation team at my university and the cheaters always got caught. He could smell it in their sweat. You asked, but don't put that in the letter. Uh, however, Keith has been noticing a progressive loss of detail in Keir immediate sensory field and a definite decrease in Keir long distance uh, sniffing ability. I'm just checking. No, she must be with a patient or something. You know, we hung out together last night, just us. Ryu was busy and it was really nice. And she could have just mentioned... Sorry. Um, a Kikuk's respiratory tract is probably the coolest one there is though, right? It always, um... You know how it's shaped like a spiral? It always reminds me of the human cochlea. I read somewhere once that it has something stupid, like over 5,000 times the nerve endings that the human respiratory tract does. And Kikuk also have an extra sensor in their brain which maps the entire tract out. Yeah, exactly. So, like, the more potent a smell is, the further it will travel through the lungs. And, um, kind of like, it's kind of like mass spectrometry, kind of, where larger molecules don't get as far. Oh, come on. You know, I can't really physics. Or chemistry. Shush. But putting it all together, Kikuk know what a smell is and how far away it is. It's so smart. I'm finding joy in my work. <clears throat> Aside from the reduction in Kia's sense of smell, he also reported a dry cough with a single episode of clear mucus. Um, Keith enjoys sports, but has also found Keir's self becoming short of breath, even during a tame match of kickball. Keith denied any fever, night sweats, chest pain, or myalgia. Yeah, it did help rule out an infective cause. Kikuk are prone to muscle ache when they have a viral illness because the way they hold their forelegs always flexed means that they are ready to fatigue at the slightest insult. I mean, pathological insult. Flu. Key also told me that Key has not had a runny nose, headache, or facial pain. There's been no change to Key's vision or hearing, though neither of those senses are quite as spectacular as Key's sense of smell. Key's taste is intact. I uh, thought it wise to collect a travel history from Keith. Cheers, I have my moments. Key's most recent trip was to Io for the 104th Orbital Congress for the promotion of Jovian architecture. Before that, Key was out on GJ11326 for a coronation, and prior to that, Key worked a few jobs on the Kepler system. 
I fought to keep my face very still when he told me that Kitim were involved in the handling of the Swift Switch lab security during the riots. No, any risk of putting Nosley in danger is not what I'm going to take. It would be good to know what he saw, though. He had no past medical history and had passed Kia occupational medical examination a quarter orbit ago with flying colours. Or, I don't know, floating sense? Ki has no known allergies and takes no regular medication. I struggle to get Keith comfortable on the exam bench. Flat surfaces work well for most anatomies, but the chair worked much better for the examination today. Kia lilac skin looked healthy where it peeked out of Kia protective clothing. I listened to Keith's chest with the new stethoscope that Dr. Solari has allowed me to borrow. Did it... did it work? Can you play it? Oh, nice. Go on then. Why don't you tell me what you think, Dr. Sep? Go on. Yeah, there's some wheeze. And? Oh, he's good. Yeah, for the letter, let's say, um, auscultation of the anterior thorax revealed widespread wheeze and crackles. Deep inspiration triggers a cough. Normal heart sounds were present. Given Keith's lack of systemic symptoms of infection, I was wondering if this was more something to do with the airway rather than the lung tissue itself. Yeah, and the loss of smell. General inspection of the long, almost cylindrical snout was normal, with no evidence of nasal dripping, crusting, or bleeding. So I proceeded to look through both of the black twitching nostrils with the ancient nasoscope that thankfully I hadn't asked Calixi to put in storage yet. I... You know, Sek, there was a moment when I saw the glistening, almost pear-coloured lumps protruding out in between Kier purplish nasal cilia. I thought, ah, yeah, bogeys. <laughs> I know, Kikuk don't even get bogeys. Um, don't point that in the letter. Uh, visualisation? Is that the word I want? Visualisation of the nasal cavities revealed several green lumps, which appeared to be growing out from the mucosa. I, um, gentle manipulation of the most distal lump revealed it to be the leaf of a growing shoot, curled up as though sleeping. Keith must have smelled my surprise because Keith opened Kim's mouth to say something and sneezed all over me. I find joy in my work, what can I say? Uh, since Zaylest is clearly going through these with those critical eyes of hers, let's say... A carefully considered scan of Keith's chest revealed hundreds of irregular lesions throughout the whirl of the respiratory tract. I'm amazed that Keith's symptoms are as mild as they are, given the picture on imaging. Please find the scan attached. With an arbolite, or perhaps a more adventurous adrelaean, you might expect to find plant matter growing in places that it shouldn't be. But this... <laughs> Many people have roots in places they shouldn't, but... They're usually metaphorical. <laughs> when I told Keith what I'd found, he went very still, closing Keith large black eyes in what looked like a picture of perfect contemplation. I suspect Keith was trying to focus better on the little Keith could still smell. He asked me how this could have happened, and I turned the question back round to Keith. How could this have happened? Keith initially told me that Keith didn't recall inhaling any organic matter and Key didn't think it could be related to a job because none of Kia colleagues are suffering with the same problems. 
Keith kept Keir's eyes shut, front legs twitching as Keir's nostrils flared uselessly. Now I knew what was inside Keir, I noticed a nasal quality to Keir's voice. <laughs> so biased, yeah. You can smell deception too, he said. I don't know. Key must have sensed my, uh, uh, de confused suspicion was probably in the air. The event that Key didn't want to tell me about was uh, a private bit of security work undertaken alone while the team were on shore leave in the Kepler system. Yeah. So, what do you know about seed bombing? Hmm. Well, the feeds are a bit quiet about it, even for something happening in a different star system. Have you noticed that different news sources will use pretty much the same headlines, but will swap out the term Kepler citizens for Kepler subversives, depending on who owns the feed? From what I understand, one of the agricultural megacorps from a planet in Kepler 62 has seized land on Kepler 62D and has been planting loads of export crops there, uprooting settled arbor-like communities in the process. So in order to reclaim this land, the Kepler 62D arbolites have been flying over the recently sowed areas and raining down the tiny seeds of unprofitable, ugly weeds to outcompete the crops. Oh yeah, this is cool. The weeds that they plant are naturally occurring on Kepler 62D and the arbolites secrete a mild herbicide from their roots which prevents other plants getting too close. So in theory, they'll be able to reclaim the root space when the company moves on. Yeah. In Keith's case, it seems that Key was hired to raise the alarm if any company workers were around who might see the drones and call their own security. Key did this using Kia then impressive sense of smell, and I think he must have inhaled hundreds of airborne seeds as they floated down into the soil. The weeds grow within a matter of weeks, and the seeds in the warm, moist conditions of Keith's respiratory tract clearly had an easy time sneaking their roots into Kia bronchi. Unfortunately, just because the mechanism of the presentation made sense, it didn't make me more confident about how on earth I was going to help Keir. Keith was not happy when I told Keir that the only option I could see was to return home to 3000 Leonardo for treatment. I appreciate that this will result in a lot of time away from work, but there is no one else in the belt qualified enough to treat Kikuk olfactory issues other than a Kikuk physician. The anatomy is just way too complex. I don't know, um, I was trying to think about some kind of herbicidal medication, maybe something that we'd give an arbolite, but I drew a blank. And whatever I prescribed, Dr. Audrey would have just changed it, so. Is that her? Oh. Answer it. Hi, hi, hi. Guess who I just got off a comms call with? Hmm, was it Dr. Adra by any chance? Uh, um. How could I have prescribed a drug that I've never heard of? Hmm? I've got an angry patient in the waiting room who's had a reaction to a drug that I did not prescribe. Oh, sweet Douglas. I, how is Zale changing my prescriptions behind my back going to teach me anything except for the fact that I can't trust her? Okay, okay. We should definitely talk about this. But I need to tell you something that just happened. Oh, is everything okay? Jen just called me. Jen? Like, Nosley and Jen? Yes! They're booked in to see us next week. Really? Are they okay? I think so! They're sending over a file with the information they've been able to dig up. They're sending it over now. It's loading. Does Sec want a copy? 
Okay. Okay. I, I just need to finish this letter and then I'll be right there. Don't... Don't say anything to Zael if you haven't already. Faye. See you soon. I know. Stars, okay. Uh, let's just summarise and wrap up. Um, where did I start rambling? I'm amazed that Keir's symptoms are as mild as they are given the picture on imaging. With my limited knowledge of the intricacies of the Kikuk olfactory slash respiratory system, I've advised Keith to take time away from work to urgently attend a specialist on 3000 Leonardo. Um, Keith provided me with the details of Keir regular physician, who will receive a copy of this letter. I've submitted a request for an urgent medical transfer to the IGB. Yes, please. Thank you. As an aside, this was a fascinating case, and I would be grateful for any correspondence regarding how this is managed. A return comms code is found at the top of this letter. Okay. Okay. Nosley. Do you want to come down to the lab with me, Sec? You have to promise you won't get jealous of the pretty computers, though. Suit yourself. Call me if Sale turns up, yeah? Or if you hear angry tentacle sounds. Signed. Dr. Faye Underwood, The Vesta Clinic. This episode of The Vesta Clinic was created by AMC. It starred AMC as Faye Underwood, Cayman Cooley-Green as Dakarai Solari, and Sek as himself. Music by AMC and Bruby Campbell. Please check out our show notes for content warnings, transcripts, and your prescription of a long bath and a good book. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help the show reach more ears, please tell someone who loves podcasts to check into the Vesta Clinic. You can also follow us on your social media of choice, at Vesta Clinic Pod. We'd love to see you there.